Well, hello and welcome back to The Rest is Still Unwritten, a podcast recapping every week of The Hill's New Beginnings. I am your host, Clarissa Nicole of 512FM. I run this lovely podcast and my favorite creation to date, 512 Studio, which is a branding and design strategy house that helps brands become human for their audience. Why am I recapping the hills? Again, we're into the third episode of this series and I realize I've never explained it, but I fully believe that pop culture influences branding and the hills was such an iconic time in pop culture so why not plus it's nostalgia so there you go anyway let's hop right into the third episode of the hills new beginnings you guys i have to be honest with you i almost fell asleep watching this oh also side note before i continue I'm in Texas. It's a smooth 105 degrees of like heat index. So if you hear my AC come on, I'm sorry, but it has to stay on. I cannot live and stay in an apartment where it's cold as, I mean, hot as, you know. So just FYI, you might hear the AC. I'm going to try to make sure it's edited out. But if you hear a little noise, a little fan, I'm just trying to stay cool. Just FYI. Anyway. So uh, this episode was highly unnecessary. I think, if anything, we are starting to see kind of the nature of what the Hills reboot is supposed to be about, which is basically Heidi and Spencer on this redemption tour. But instead of it being a redemption tour, it's basically we went through all this hard time and look at all these people that abandoned us. And it's just weird. So let's jump right into the series or to the episode. So Ashley, Audrina, and Heidi are meeting each other for lunch. Heidi gets there first, then Ashley and Audrina kind of come at the same time. She says that it's hard to leave Gunner uh, by himself, but she forced herself to go to lunch with everybody. And she's glad that she did. So Ashley starts talking about Justin and Audrina at the concert that happened last week and how JB is playing hard to get. And then Audrina starts, uh, talks about her date with Matt, which she had with Ashley and Jason because Matt is a friend of both of theirs. And she just decided that there's no real sparks or real chemistry with, with him. If you look at the flashback, Matt kind of looks like Jason like in the past it's kind of weird but um he looks like a nice guy but yeah she says that there's really no sparks and then we learn that justin has been was texting audrina the entire night while she was on the date so he's back to playing his little games (sighs) i don't want to hear this at all Heidi mentions that that Justin wants to quote unquote mark his territory and Ashley asks if like Justin was really serious about Audrina if she would be open to giving she being Audrina giving them a shot and she says she doesn't know and it just makes him makes her feel like she's 19 all over again so then we uh, Uh, So then Ashley asks Heidi where Spencer is, 
and Heidi mentions that she's at he's at a party at Brandon Lee's house and they kind of talk about Brandon Lee a little bit and Heidi mentions that Brandon Lee is like a is like a little brother like because he's like 22 years old he is but he's actually the most mature one goodness so it pans to Brandon's house where they're having a pool party Brandon is making drinks and asks uh, ask Brody who's already there if he wants one and he's like no it's Tuesday which you know people turn up on Tuesdays but that's not his thing and then Spencer comes in, talks about how much he loves Brandon's home, and then he talks to the camera in his interview about how he wants those squad goals. Like, he's really trying to go for this, like, Instagram type of life. He wants his boys back together. He wants people to envy him. And I feel like this is kind of the beginning of how, or the amping up of that's not a word, but it is now. But this is where we can really see, kind of break down what is wrong with him. He is, Spencer to me is a narcissist and he wants people to be envious of him. And so he wants to create this life, but unfortunately he's burned so many bridges that this life that he wants with squad goals and all this other stuff isn't going to happen because he's been a jerk to everyone. But we will continue with that later. So, um, so Spencer basically tells, yes, so Spencer tells, uh, Brody that he brought her drink. And by the way, Brandon makes the joke that says how he's the sober one and he's making drinks for everyone. And then Spencer tells Brody that he better drink. And Brody's like, I don't want, he's like, I don't want to drink. He's like, maybe if my wife was here, I would drink. And it kind of starts this whole thing about uh, about Spencer, I'm sorry, about how Caitlin and Spencer uh, don't get along and, and how Spencer feels that Caitlin is in control over Brody, which, whatever. I think if Caitlin is good for Brody, which I feel like she is, then... If he wants to honor her, if you will, I hate using that terminology, but for lack of words, if Brody wants to honor, respect Caitlyn and, you know, if they've had an had a talk about drinking and say, hey, well, maybe you just turn up on the weekends, give your body some time to calm down. I don't know the conversation that was had. I'm just saying maybe it was had. Then let that be it. You know, some people don't drink during the weekday. I used to not. I used to just say, okay, I'm going to save my drinking for the weekend. I don't like drinking in the middle of a work week. And then, you know, I was at a job that was highly stressful and thought that I needed alcohol and realized that's not good for me. So I'm kind of back on that. Either way, Brody is an adult. And what he decides to do with his marriage between him and his wife is his business. Spencer trying to make him be 25-year-old Brody is whack. It's stupid. The storyline is weak. Spencer has brought miniature crystals from his Pratt Daddy Crystals uh, line to everybody that was at the party, including some in, some influencers that Brandon invited. They're they're pretty young. I think they're pretty harmless as well. Um, so then he starts talking about how his business started and that he used to buy crystals all the time and he got in trouble for spending too much money then he started making his own 
and then Heidi and Spencer went into the went into business together with it and she does the financial stuff he does I guess the social media the prom the promoting of it and we have Pratt Daddy Crystals fantastic anyway then he kind of just keeps going on and on he being Spencer goes on and on about how Brody's personality has changed and how he's not the same as he was before. And I'm just kind of like, well, yeah, 10 years, you're going to change. Hopefully you've grown up and you've matured, but you know, boss baby wouldn't know what that means. Brody says that he's become more responsible and Spencer just does not believe him. So the young girls are swimming, they have the crystals. Spencer is taking a picture of the girls wearing these crystals. He then FaceTimes Heidi and Heidi picks up during their lunch and he kind of just says, hey, and the young lady's like, thank you so much for the crystals. And she's like, you're welcome. And Ashley thinks it's really cool how Heidi is very chill and like relaxed about it, about the situation. And she says, you know, if he messes up, that's on him. And then Audrina also acknowledges how cool they are and they talk about how solid their relationship is. And then Heidi expresses how she regrets all of these surgeries. And what we find out what happens from her is that uh, somebody from a magazine had to connect with a, with a doctor, with a plastic surgeon saying, hey, if you wanna get all these plastic surgeries done, we can put you on the cover. And then it of course was too much at once. She says her heart stopped, called, they called Spencer and said hey your wife's heart stopped in the middle of the surgery and they had kind of been going through it and she really feels that hollywood got to her head i will say that she doesn't and her face is settled i feel like there are places in her face that don't move as much maybe from the surgeries or you know what have you but i think she's she looks she looks a lot better so I'm glad that she survived. I'm glad that they have they have Gunner as much as I don't care for them, but I wouldn't wish death on anyone. The party ends and Brody leaves and Spencer acts annoyed. Again, Brody acknowledges that uh, in his interview that he's, he's 35 years old. And I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know he was 35. So, and you know, he was just two years older than me. Spencer expresses to everyone left at the table, which is his friend Michael, Brandon Lee, and Justin Bobby, and I think there's one other guy there. He says that he can't stand Brody and how he's annoying. And, you know, Brandon's like, that's your best friend. And Brody and Spencer, like, he was my best friend back in 2008 and blames Caitlin on all of this. Michael, who is Spencer's friend, tries to calm him down. And in an interview with Brandon Lee, who is the role MVP of this entire series, says that they bicker like exes, like who people, two people who have dated for so long, and now they're just like really bitter exes toward each other. Which, when you watch the show in the episode, it's so true. It's like, what are you, what are you even mad for? You know. Then Spencer talks about how he can't be controlled, and that Caitlyn. He keeps going on and on about how Caitlyn doesn't like him, and claims to want to genuinely rebuild his relationship, but, but Brody doesn't seem to want to, and he never visited Gunner, uh, when Gunner was first born. And he, I think we're there's a lot being left out of this because he wants to be the victim. I remember there being a picture sometime, sometime later, I think before Gunner was born, but definitely after 
The Hills aired and it was Brody Spencer and a couple of other people. They were, they were together at some party or concert or something like that. And then that was kind of it. I didn't really see anything about the two. And after 10 years of a friend, well, I say after 10 years of a friendship, it's been 10 years, but after a while, sometimes you change. And I remember the last time we left off with Brody and Spencer, it wasn't good. Spencer was freaking out. His veins were popping out of his head. He was threatening to beat up Brody at the club because he was trying to protect Audrina for, uh, because Spencer yelled at him about where Heidi was. It's just... It's not like y'all were besties and then all of a sudden we don't know what happened, you know? Like, it's not like y'all were like Frankie and and Brody were. It's just you legitimately lost your mind, got so caught up in trying to be famous, you and Heidi both, and wanting to be on tabloids. Y'all were so desperate and Brody didn't have time for that. And also Brody was going through his own stuff. He was trying to rebuild a relationship with the parent. His parent came out trans, which again, nothing wrong with being transgender, but if you, it, I'm sure as a child, you have to kind of think, okay, I'm trying to rebuild my relationship with this one person. And all of a sudden this whole monkey wrench is thrown in. So that's something you have to try to deal with. And what does that mean in, in their life? Spencer and Heidi are selfish people, and that's kind of what it all comes down to. And we'll see more of that throughout the episode. Then uh, we see Audrina and Stephanie go to this really cool plant shop, and they talk about Spencer and Stephanie and kind of how all of that's going. And Stephanie says that she's just going to leave well enough alone, but then she sees this crystal succulent and says, not going to lie, I definitely think that Spencer would want this. So then we talk more about the concert and allegedly, I'm saying allegedly because I wasn't there and there weren't cameras, but I believe her, that Justin Bobby, after everybody left, grabbed her butt and kissed her before she left. And Stephanie looks super shocked. And then Stephanie says that Audrina is gullible, naive, and super sweet. And it's no, basically, it's easy for Justin to play all the play all these cards of him being super nice to her and wanting her because she'll fall for it which she's not lying I mean I think that there's always a person in our lives that we feel like we would just be putty for and I think for Audrina that is Justin Bobby I'm still tired of the narrative but I can relate to it so I'm trying really hard in my heart of hearts to be a little empathetic on the situation then um Stephanie tells <laughs> then Stephanie tells Andrina that Justin went to her house the day after. And we figured we figured out that Huntington Beach in LA, for those of us who don't know the geography of this, is about two hours away. And it's crazy how I was about to say Justin Bieber, Lord. It's funny how uh, Justin Bobby can drive two hours to Stephanie's house to check on her, but can't drive 20, 30 minutes to go pick up Audrina. Here's my takeaway from that. I see where Audrina's coming from, but I think also what was going on with Stephanie was very personal, was very heartbreaking. I mean, you have this guy and you have Heidi, you have this couple basically yelling at you at your party and it's your family. And I think that 
now that we know, and we'll get to it later, that Justin Bobby comes from a broken family, there is empathy for that. And he even mentioned that you don't want to see somebody get into a dark space. I think that's sweet. Whereas I think with Audrina coming, uh, picking up Audrina, should he have? Okay, sure. Why not? We can argue back and forth on that. But I also think that if y'all are just friends or if you're going to a concert, yes, it's 20, 30 minutes, but if there's a concert, there's traffic. And so what would be a 20, 30 minute drive would be more of an hour drive. I'm not saying that's what Justin Bobby was thinking, but this is how I'm processing it. Plus y'all are just friends. So I don't really see why you're complaining. I kind of get why Justin would choose to drive to, to check on Stephanie versus picking up Audrina is all I'm saying. So then we, she, Audrina says, sometimes he's romantic. Sometimes he's standoffish. Sometimes he blows me off. And sometimes he wants to be with me. He know, <laughs> and I'm just like, girl, this is literally season three all over again. I can't. I can't do it. So then we go to Justin Bobby. I was about to say Bieber again. We go to Justin Bobby, who is rehearsing with his band, and Spencer drops in. And Spencer calls Justin Bobby a magical unicorn, or a magical human, I'm sorry. So then JB asked Spencer when he takes a break about Stephanie and thinks that they should really like just hang out, just Spencer, just Stephanie, no Heidi involved. And Spencer says that it it's not possible and then justin asked well what if he what if she came over to take pictures with the baby and spencer claims that she would only do it for the gram i mean no but okay and then justin really is kind of defending stephanie saying that she's a good person that he sees it he wants to get to know her again i see where this narrative is going mtv and i am not fooled by it I'm not fooled by it. I don't think that there's any love connection between Justin and Stephanie. It doesn't make sense. Maybe I'll eat my words with some hot sauce, Cholula to be specific, but I don't see it happening. Um, And then Spencer asks about Audrina and (laughs) he says, he says, well, the same way that you feel like you can't get close to Stephanie is the same way I can't get close to Audrina. And then he tells, okay, I don't understand it. So y'all help me out because I'm not a Pisces. I'm a Taurus, so I don't understand. But he basically says in the interview that he's like a fish that swims around. And he says he's a mother F in Pisces. If you go up to a fish tank and you tap on the glass, what do the fish do? They scurry away so they can be left alone. And I guess he's comparing himself to the fish that scurry away and I, I, big old question mark, call me, I don't understand it. I try to understand you. I try to relate to you, but I can't. So basically we find out when he talks to Spencer that Justin, that he, Justin, doesn't want to get attached to Audrina because now he, now that she has a kid, he's like, what if I fall in love with the kid and then I run off and I don't want to put the kid through that because I come through a broken home. I know what that's like. And he doesn't want to hurt Audrina either. And I'm kind of like, all right, so we're starting to see things. We're starting to understand you a little bit more. Yay. Go us. 
Next, we see Ashley and Audrina uh, hitting up a shop and they're going shopping for Justin Bobby's acoustic uh, concert that's happening later on that day or like the next evening or something. And Ashley, who I love, by the way, I love Ashley to death. I'm not trying to be scary or trying to be creepy, but I feel like she's such a level-headed, I don't know if she's from California or not, but she just seems so level-headed and just like, she's your biggest hype woman. She is the friend that you need and a friend that we all need. And I want her to be my friend. That's all I'm saying, putting that out there into the universe. Anyway, so Ashley says, you know, gets frustrated about Justin and says, why can't he just man up so that you guys can at least be friends? And and then Andrina talks about how JB went to Stephanie's house and how Stephanie says that, you know, Justin is nice and gives great advice, which Andrina knows. But then she goes, well, not to me. And Ashley then asks her, you know, hey, if, do you think that he can't be friends with you because he wants to be more than friends? Which I full on believe. I think that I think that a lot of guys, when you kind of get into that vulnerability of wanting to pursue something more, it's so much easier to kind of dip your toe and then go, okay, well, I'm going to walk away now because I don't want to get into deep. What if I drown, if you will? And so I feel like that's what Justin's doing with Audrina versus with Stephanie. There's something that they both can relate on. They both kind of go off when things get rough and they disconnect. And that's something that they can relate to. But that's why I don't think it's a romantic thing. I feel like if it was a romantic thing, Justin wouldn't be so comfortable around Stephanie, which I know sounds backwards because I feel like you should date someone that you're really comfortable around but he doesn't have to be super vulnerable or, you know, be super or feel like he's going to be super judged. I think he's afraid of heartbreak from Audrina. So he's going to do it first, which is a very F boy thing to do. But it's an F boy thing that can be fixed with honesty and realization. And JB, look, if you really care about Audrina, really, really care about Audrina, I can help you figure out your issues. I can talk with you as if I'm a licensed therapist. I'm not, but I do understand where you're coming from, boo. And I just want happiness and prosperity and life and love and all that other fluffy stuff. (laughs) Anyway, so then Audrina struggles with wanting to go to see Justin Bobby. And she's like, I don't know. And Ashley's like, well, just come. At least you can come and hang out with all of us. And you don't really have to see him because he'll be on stage. And Audrina agrees. So meanwhile, we see Spencer going to Brandon Lee's house. And he does the one thing, the one thing that he's ever done positive in his life. And that is bring Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee, wow. (laughs) That is to bring Brandon Lee a burrito and crystals as a housewarming present. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, somebody bring me a burrito and some crystals. Burrito wrapped in a gluten-free tortilla, but nonetheless, nonetheless, bring one for me. So Brandon Lee is reading for a script, and in which he's doing a movie with Bella Thorne, and he plays a junkie, and he admits that there's a lot of triggers that come up because of stuff from his past uh, that he's gone through from like 13, maybe 11 to like 19 years old. 
And then Spencer talks about his relationship with Brody again, his friendship and how, you know, he doesn't want it. He either wants it to be serious or it's not so serious. And I'm just like, you're being a big baby. Like, I, I don't even believe you want this friendship. I think you want sympathy because you've been a jerk for so many years. Um, but anyway, Brandon Lee says, look, I don't have time for people that are half in and half out. Like either you're all the way in or I cut you off, which is 100% my thought. So then we go to the place that Justin is having his acoustic set and Stephanie meets up with him and talks to the promoter, the person that's showing the place around and says like, hey, Justin only invited girls. I'm like, did he invite you yet? And she jokes and says, oh, I was thinking about uh, dropping in. And Stephanie was like, yeah, you should come. <laughs> so he shows up at his place uh, for the acoustic side. And then Steph talks about their friendship and how to the, to the, in her interview and says that he's just so f- effing cool to hang out with. And that friendships like his um, is what, what she's missing in LA. MTV, you, so toxic. Men and women can be friends. It does not have to be anything romantic. Anyway, so then <laughs> JB says that Stephanie looks great and whatever she's putting on her face, it's working. Then it goes to his interview and he says she's a woman's woman and that, I, well, she, she's a woman's woman. I'm a man's man. There's girls, girls, and boys, boys, and young adults, and adolescents, and there's guys and girls, and men and women. Uh, what's the question? I'm like, what the heck are you even talking about right now? This is, at least truth in time tells all, meant something eventually, but like, Justin, your, your little anecdotes and your sayings, honey, they're, I don't understand. So Stephanie tells Justin that she likes the band's name and then they start talking about like signing with justin signing uh signing people's especially women's name on their like breast and so there's a whole bunch of signing on women's breast jokes then stephanie brings up justin kissing audrina and then <laughs> justin denies it and stephanie asks about audrina and justin's friendship and She's like, I don't kiss my friends. And he was like, I know that he's like, maybe I gave her like a kiss, a kiss goodbye or something and just completely, completely denies it. But Stephanie calls him out again. This is why I am not going to sit here and read through the BS of trying to put them to those two together. Then we go to see Brody and Caitlin are on a date. looks like Dave and Buster's or some kind of arcade. And Brody mentions that he's seen he's seen a lot of failed marriages, which his mom and and Caitlin at the time, Bruce, and then Caitlin and David Foster, and then Caitlin, I'm not Caitlin, David Foster, I'm sorry, Linda and David Foster, and then you know, of course, we know about Chris Jenner and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, he has seen a lot of failed marriages. His brother, Brandon, who's also super attractive, and his wife just split up about a year ago, I believe. So he has seen a lot of failed marriages around him. And I can understand why he's really apprehensive and nervous about how he feels with Caitlin, about having kids, et cetera, et cetera. But 
baby, you got to go to counseling. I am a huge proponent about going to therapy. You got a lot of stuff to get out because you don't want to let that fear stop you from the love and the happiness that you deserve. And you know what? I like Caitlin. I don't dislike her at all. I want you two to be together. And I feel like if y'all go to therapy together, y'all can understand, work on some exercises to help you get past the fear that you have. Because what you're going to do is let that fear hold you back and then it's going to be a mess. And I don't want to see you going in and out of women's lives. That's just me personally. It's a love note for me, Clarissa. Take it as you will and let's continue. And then uh, they were playing a game and Brody got really competitive in which Caitlin mentions that he gets his uh, competitiveness from his dad. And again, if I read correctly, I believe that Caitlyn Jenner, um, his Brody's parents said to call him to to call her dad still. So I believe that they respect pronouns and titles. I do not think that they're being transphobic at all. I know I always put a little PSA in here, but I feel like it's kind of my obligation to do so because I don't want anyone to read this a different way. Anyway, and he kind of just, Brody just kind of brushes it off. And then Caitlyn does mention that Brody's had a difficult time with his relationship with Caitlyn and how it's made him really pessimistic about family and relationships. And then her and Brody start talking about Spencer and how Spencer won't talk to him. And (laughs) Brody says that Spencer's being a little bitch, which he's not lying. So then uh, Caitlyn believes that Brody is spending way too much time thinking about Spencer and should be focusing on them, which 100% agree with. Spencer is going to Spence, right? But you are married to Caitlyn. You guys, it it seems like I think y'all love each other personally, but I do believe that you guys have issues that you guys need to kind of work on. And I think worrying about Spencer is just deflecting away from what's going on. Fix your love, grow on your love. Don't worry about Spencer. That needs to be second. That's all I'm saying. Heidi and Spencer are fine as a couple, as a unit. Let them be fine. That means you need to take a break. Take a break. Uh, So they start talking about how now that Caitlin's 30, she wants a kid. And Brody kind of is like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm not really in a rush. Again, marriage counseling because that's fear. And... He says, you know, all I know is divorce and splitting up. And then he talks about like how they had different backgrounds because Caitlin's parents are still together. And Caitlin mentions, hey, at least like we have my parents for an example. So they go back and forth about wanting kids. And eventually Brody's like, you know, I'm not in a rush, but like, you know, let's take our time. Let's focus. And they cuddle on the couch and then they kind of joke and says, do we go out in the car and and try right now? Cute. So it's the night of JB's acoustic set. And Stephanie and Caitlin are the first to arrive. And Stephanie's all, Bobby rocks, Bobby rocks. But they're like the only people there. So then they go to the bar. Heidi and Spencer arrive. Other people arrive. Then um, you can see that Stephanie and Spidey don't talk to each other at all they ignore each other and Stephanie's like I'm gonna give them their space and respect their boundaries 
Adrena says then that she's really proud of JB's career, wants to confront him, but not, you know, at that time. And then Brandon Lee brings one of the models, Lorena, who was at the pool party that Brandon had. And she's she's super cute. Then Frankie asks if, talks to Adrena, asks if JB is going to sing a song <laughs> that he wrote about her. Like, I know this girl named Adrena. I broke her heart, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then Adrena's sitting with Stephanie and, and Misha and she says, wow, barely, there's barely anyone here to see him. And Stephanie mocks her jokingly saying that Adrena's throwing shade. And then Misha's in this interview and she's, I've known Stephanie for a long time. Sometimes she's really sweet and sometimes she's got this venom. I don't know what's going on with her and Audrina lately. And I'm like, what kind of drama? That's it, you could tell that they were they were joking with each other. Misha, calm down. It's okay. Caitlin asks about Vegas if everybody's going because as we all know, Brody or know now that Brody is DJing and does does shows in Vegas and nobody's really gone out to see him yet. And Misha was like, oh, who's all going? And she says, Spencer, Frankie, you know, the rest of the guys. And she's like, I got to think about it. And then Caitlin talks about how how Spencer is going and mentions Spencer's name and how he says that he never got an invite from Brody. And then Caitlin insists that she did. And Heidi says that that Caitlin is trying to BS her. (laughs) And then she has the nerve to say, you do not help your husband by covering up for him. Oh, sister, must we forget season three when your husband, then boyfriend, started a sex tape rumor about your former best friend, Lauren Conrad, and how you spent not just season three, but season four, outside and inside tabloids defending your then boyfriend and I believe turned fiance, you were still defending him with the lie that we all knew was a lie, but you just want to sit there and try to judge Caitlin. Heidi, you want to be the Lauren Conrad of this show so bad and it ain't happening, sis, because we don't like you like that. We do not like you like we liked Lauren, okay? So stop trying. You're not a victim. You're a silent bully who's trying to cover things up. Anyway, Heidi talks about their long-term friendship and how they're like brothers. And then Spencer gets upset at how Spencer's upset at Brody because he didn't go and see Gunner when Gunner was born. And then Caitlin thinks that he probably didn't think about it too much because Brody doesn't have kids of his own, which I'm like, Caitlin... Maybe this was an edit, but that doesn't make any sense, sweetheart. Um, so Heidi tells then turned around and tells Spencer that Brody did invite Spencer to or did invite him to the DJ residency that he has in Vegas. And then Spencer's like, I don't care. But Heidi sees right through it and is like, You are frustrated. So Michael his friend Michael comes by and says, hey, what's the deal? And Spencer, the Spencer says, like, he's not going to Vegas. And Jason was like, you know, that sucks. Which, listen, MTV, if you were going to tease me about Jason Waller coming back, 
Stop giving him these like two sentence lines. Give him more lines, give him more story. I don't wanna see this about Spencer, but that's just me. That's just me. Maybe we should do a spinoff of just Jason and Ashley because I would like to see that and see how he's turned his life around. That's all. But back on topic. So Brody walks in as they're having this conversation and then Caitlin and Brody go and have a talk about what just happened. So Brody's just like, look, if he has issues with me not seeing Gunner, why not bring it up to him? He knows where he lives. He has his number. Why are you trying to hold it in and then be a little bitch about it? And then he turns around and lets us know that Brody wasn't invited to Gunner's first birthday. Here's the thing. I think that Spencer and Heidi did the same thing to Brody that he did to Stephanie. And that is wait to tell everybody about Gunner and about uh, about Gunner being born, about Heidi being pregnant, what have you, um, until they got paid from the tabloids. Because that was the only way that they could pay those hospital bills was by selling their story to a tabloid. Now, I think he's trying to make it seem like, oh, Brody just didn't care. But you already had a fractured friendship anyway. I don't think he wanted to be like, oh, the guy that I haven't talked to in five years had a baby. Let me just roll up to their house and see if I can say hi. Now, I don't know the backstory of all of this, but I'm just saying, Spencer is really trying to play this. Heidi is really trying to play this. And I'm like, most of us with sense have enough to know that something's not right here. And y'all are trying to amp up some drama that's not even dramatic. So Brody rolls up to Spencer and like, hey, let's talk alone. And they basically ask, why are you upset? And Spencer is like, the last straw with me was at the pool party, which was not even a big deal. Brody's like, okay, but what about Gunner? And Spencer is like, I feel like if you had a son, I'd make that a a top priority. Meanwhile, Justin Bobby comes on stage looking like a like a like a hippie Johnny Cash and I'm honey, I'm here for it. And he tells all everyone to come to the front. Then Audrina in the her interview says that Justin has a swagger and a in a in beautiful eyes, which yes. And he knows that and he you can fall for it, but then he has its cockiness that's a real turn off and it's like, oh my gosh get away (sighs) whatever so then he plays a song that he has called friends because he feels like we're all making friends tonight (laughs) it's like fine I actually like Justin's voice I don't hate it it I didn't know what it was going to be like but it's it's very reminiscent of of again like a Johnny Cash influence if you will I'm not saying he sounds like Johnny Cash, but I, I hear the influence of Johnny Cash in his voice, and I'm here for it. So, you know, go Bobby Rocks. I'm a, I'm a fan. But the acoustic set was, was amazing from what we could hear, because MTV thought that we would want to hear all of Brody and Spencer's fight. No, we do not. Justin is singing. Give us the respect to listen to his voice. <clears throat> so Brody and Spencer are arguing, and Spencer is mad again that that um, that Brody didn't quote unquote turn up, and Brody is like, "Why don't you come out?" And Spencer, with his hand and his finger in Brody's face, is like, "You know, you didn't invite me." And Brody's like, "Get your finger out of my face." Which, listen, that is the end of a conversation. You put your finger in my face, and I'm over it. I'm done. I don't talk to you. Not no mo. <clears throat> Excuse me, girl. 
So he kept saying, you didn't invite me. And then he's like, you never invited me. And then Brody said, what about my wedding party? And Spencer only focused on the wedding. And again, Brody, he said this first episode, Brody didn't invite a lot of people to make room for other family members who ended up not showing up. Frankie didn't get an invite. Do you hear Vanky, Frankie bitching and complaining about it? No, it sucks. It hurt. We understand this, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. He's not going to have another wedding for you. To It's just shut up, Spencer. And then Brody's like, you know what? Let's stop talking like this. Like, let's just go and have fun. And then Spencer's all about loyalty and friendship and how Brody broke his heart friendship. And now it's like Game of Thrones. Now it's getting Game of Thrones-ish. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't know what the heck he's talking about, but that's stupid. It's stupid. He's already said he was sorry, but you like to hold grudges, as you said, so it is what it is. You're going to make a big deal about something so small. Ugh, gosh, Spencer, you were so terrible. So Frankie, Brody walks up to Frankie, and Frankie's like, hey, like, this isn't the time to do this, which I'm like, thank you. And Brody's like, look, I wasn't trying to start anything. Spencer was the one yelling at me. So then it goes back to Spencer and Brody fighting again. And we're missing Justin Bobby's performance. And I'm mad about it, MTV. Sorry, getting really heated over an episode that wasn't that great. Brody says, you know what? Maybe I was hurt too. And Spencer was like, you weren't, uh, you hurt me. And Brody's like, well, I I couldn't be hurt too. I'm not saying that you did this or I did this. I'm saying we both hurt each other. And he said, can we, can we admit our faults and just, and move on? And Spencer says no and walks away like the big old baby he is. And he's still pissed because like Brody wasn't there for Heidi and Spencer. So the show ends and Audrina leaves and says, you know, she wants to talk to Justin Bobby another time that the show is, that his show is not the time to want to talk. Next week we get a preview. Audrina confronts Justin about him lying to Stephanie about the kiss that did or did not happen. Stupid. Very season three. Over it. Uh, we hear a convert, we hear a phone call. I believe it's from Spencer's mom. She wants to bring Stephanie around. This is going to be interesting because if you listen to Prattcast, you know that the relationship isn't so great. And I forget what else happened. Listen. MTV. Y'all have got to do better. Because I cannot do these stupid little fabricated by Spencer and Heidi arguments. I can't do it. What I want is more Ashley. What I want is more Jason and his journey. Bring me some Brandon Lee. Give me some Frankie and and his wife and his cute little kids because they are so cute. We can keep Brody because, I mean, Brody is attractive. And by way of Brody, we keep Caitlin. I like her. I think she's cool. Um, Justin Bobby is an automatic yes. I want to see Stephanie's growth. I don't want to see Stephanie by proxy of Spencer and seeing Spencer and Heidi rip on her. I don't want to see all that. I want to see Audrina, but I want to see Audrina in a in her own light, not tied to this Justin Bobby storyline. I want to see Whitney, just because I want to see Whitney. I'm indifferent about Misha. She can, she's neither here nor there. But MTV, listen, 
If y'all want a second season, y'all are going to have to do better. Y'all are going to have to do so much better than you're doing right now because this is not cutting it. And I said I'm going to go down with this ship, and I am. God help me. God willing. But y'all have got to do better. Don't tease things and then pull it away. Stop trying to fabricate a story that's not there. Tell the truth. If you want this to be different than the last tales, tell the truth. The truth of the matter is spicy, spicy. The spidey never changed. They never grew up. They're still the same villainous people who just happen to be really good parents to their beautiful son, Gunner, and who happen to actually authentically be in love. But they treat everybody else outside of their circle like crap. They should not be on this show anymore. And it doesn't make sense that they're on the show anymore. For all of you who don't know, when during season six, right, right after they left, I believe it was the second or third episode, Heidi filed a lawsuit against, a fake lawsuit against the producer who produces the new beginnings saying that he sexually harassed her. It eventually got dropped. I can't imagine filing a lawsuit against somebody and then them being able to hire me back. That is the most, and I know most of my listeners are white, that has to be the most Caucasian thing I've ever heard in my life. To be able to file a false sexual allegation lawsuit, whatever, and then be them hiring you back on the show. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. And I hate to even think that without Spencer and Heidi back on this show, it may have not even gotten picked up, which I would have actually been fine with. They could have done a special Where Are They Now? And I would even respect it if it was a Where Are They Now, like a two-hour movie. We would have been done with the BS. But they're trying to make this a show, and I hope they don't think this is going to be six seasons, because it's not going to be. It's not going to be. If you don't give the people what they want, what we want is more Ashley and Jason. I can take a poll on it. We want more Ashley and Jason because we like seeing the comeback kid. And to me, Jason is the comeback kid that we need to see. I want to see his work with helping people and rehabilitation. I, I love that story. I want to see Justin Bobby pursue his music. If Justin Bobby and Audrina really do love each other and care for each other, I want to see Justin Bobby be so freaking vulnerable. And I don't know if we're going to see that, and hopefully we will. But in the meantime, I want to see Audrina be a badass chick with her cute little daughter. And we don't have to see the daughter because that's her prerogative. But I want to see her at work. I want to see what she's doing. I don't want the same drama that's kicked up for 10 years because it's boring and it's repetitive. And if I wanted to see a Justin and Aud- Justin and Audrina drama, I would have hit back season three. And I did. It's in the podcast. And I'll link it in the, in the description below. I'm going to end this rant because I'm going on way too long about an episode that isn't that wasn't even that great. But I need y'all to do better, MTV. And I need this to get better because this is, it's tiring. It's exhausting. It's, it, I'm, I'm, exa- I'm bored. So anyway... That's it for the show. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Yeah. (laughs) 
you guys, I don't really get that hyped up about things that don't matter. I know there are so many things, but this is my pop culture break and I want it to do better. And I want it to be better because we need a break in this world and we're not getting it. So anyway, stay tuned next week for the next recap. Thank you for staying with my air-conditioned self as I recap this episode of The Hills, New Beginnings. And I will talk with you guys later.